This is the Personal Trainer Show. I'm Vasquez. I want to be a DJ podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Personal Trainer Show on Vasquez. I want to be a DJ podcast. I am your host, your adorable and lovable host, Vasquez. And with me today, as always, I've got my personal trainers, Nathan and Tom. Nathan and Tom, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing, mate? And we've also got a special guest with us. We've got Connor. What's going on, mate? How you doing? Nice to be here. Yeah, good, man. Tell the people, Connor, tell the people what you do. Tell the people where you're from and, you know, give them an idea. Cool. I'm from the same place as these two. I'm from Leicester. And I like to call myself a social influencer. So I post videos online, whether that be singing or comedy. And um, I have quite a big fan base, so it's quite cool. Nice, sweet. Well, let's kick things off, boys. So um, I've got to kick things off with something that has just come through my post because it's fresh up my mind. And I don't know if I really need to buy it, um, but I did because it looks cool. I've just bought a high-altitude training mask. Oh, oh okay. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah, so I've actually got one. Yeah, I talked to you about it. Is it worth no. it? Have I just wasted my money? <laughs> okay, so um, there's, there's a few misconceptions about it. Um, and it's it's not the consumer's fault. It's it's their fault. It's um, altitude training mask. That's their that's their company. It's their fault. What they're trying to say is that it simulates training uh, at altitude. So the effects of that um, it oxygenates your blood. Okay, so it makes train ah. more efficiently and things like that. Now, just sticking something on your face is not going to have any impact on your blood. But what you can use it for is, or what I use it for is uh, to help breathing control and to shorten your workout. So it does make them a little bit harder. Um, and then when you do take it off, you actually find that when you are doing cardio, you, you're able to breathe a lot more efficiently. Um, so that is what it's good for. But actually simulating training at altitude, um, it, it's not there. Yeah, uh, it's called hypoxia training, if you want to look into it. So Google hypoxia, hypoxia Google training. Yeah. And so so how much it- does it cost? Like, how much would you buy it for? I paid 50 quid for mine. That's not too bad. Yeah, there's more There's more expensive ones, but I didn't want to dive in just because oh, no, I didn't want to see much yeah. it. But it sounds really stupid, but it will look really good on camera when me trading on it, so I thought I'd buy it. <laughs> you, do look, you do look like a bit of a failed Bane. Yeah. <laughs> you, do get, you do get some looks in the gym when you're wearing them, but um, I, think they, I think they are effective. So, am I right in saying that if I was to go and do a 20-minute high-intensity workout with that mask on, it will have, obviously, it makes my workout harder, therefore, it will have the same effect as, say, a 40-minute workout? Um, in, a, in a sense, you're, you're working harder um, and your blood's not getting the same amount of oxygen as it usually would. So, when you come to take it off, you can use that oxygen a lot better. Okay. Um, so, in a sense, you are working harder. Um, but it's more about when you then take it off um, and come and do one of my sessions, you'll probably probably find it a little bit easier. Oh, that's just it's interesting because I, yeah, I kind of I kind of bought it without knowing not knowing too much about. I should have really had this conversation with you guys first. <laughs> <before> I... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, it is good though. Every every pretty much the thing has been about five six studies done on it, and every one of them has shown um, positive effects. So. No, it's not. It's not no. the worst thing you could have bought. But it's it's not it's not the effect that they're trying to sell. Right. Yeah. 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 They're trying to sell a different effect, but what it actually yeah. does is something completely different, which yeah. is like most products in the health and fitness game. 
let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> so, so, oh, yeah, that's a good shout. So high, epoxy, high epoxy training is good, but whether that mass does it or not is another question. My vote's no. no. <laughs> Tom? You've, you've got one, so... Yeah. I do have one, yeah. I'll leave yeah. it to Nathan. I mean, like I said, the only thing it's really helped me with is when I am doing my harder, faster runs or rows and things like that, it does help me control my breathing a lot more um, because you're a lot more aware of your breathing uh, and you know that you have to control it. Mm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, let's go back to the start then. How's your week, boys? How's everything, how's, how's, how's everything been? Oh, good. Yeah, fairly, uh, fairly busy week, although I've actually been away from the gym. I've been personal training quite a lot, though, but... Nothing, nothing too exciting going on. I've not been attacked in Asda again. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm all the way through that story. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, that was, that 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 made me laugh, man. That's the story. Oh. Was... <laughs> really funny. We had um, me and Tom had a, a PT session yesterday, and uh, for everyone on our Instagram and Skype, as always, we 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 got clips of it. And on on the video, uh, I, I said it was probably the hardest session that I've done with Tom, and I looking back on it, I I think it really was. Yeah, and it was. It was. It, hard. it was, yeah, was going to be. Yeah, why why do you do these things, to me, bro? Why are you doing? Why why are you well, playing me like that, bro? <laughs> well, do you want to get fitter? Yeah. <laughs> then you need you need to adapt to something, so you need to be pushed outside your, your comfort zone. I think it was like it was all lifting my body, like burpees and. You know, it was all to do with, like, body weight. And, Connor, like, if you, um, just to educate you a little bit, mate, I'm a fat bastard. Um, and uh, I'm quite stocky. I'm short. And I have, I've been abusing my fitness regime for a very long time. And I've and I've recently, like, kind of got back involved with it. And, and, and literally, what I'm trying to do is co- convert my body, completely change my body from a weightlifting side to a more of an athletic side. And uh, I've installed the help of, like, people like Nath and Tom to... Uh, yeah. To get me to get me to that place, and I can't begin to tell you how much I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> you love it, really. Yeah, do you know I, I love it afterwards. You know when I'm walking home and I'm yeah. feeling like really dizzy and I'm like, oh, I've done it, I'm good. But while I'm doing it, like I am, I'm hating every moment. But there are some. <laughs> sometimes you get like a like uh, yesterday when we were doing it, and we were doing. I think it was the uh, the high jumps and uh, on the bench when I'm doing the, the crossovers. And yeah, yeah. Um, there was, I got like a second wind and there was like a rush and I was like, no, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So you do, it, it, it is all like, um, it's, it's all something that I need to do whether I like it or not. But it, you do, uh, at the moment, it's still like, it's, it's kind of like nice torture. So they were asking me in the change rooms, oh, how was your, how was your workout? And I'm like, shit, in a good way. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I meant it. <laughs> what did um? So what did what what was your uh? What was the kind of workouts we did yesterday, Tom? Um, we played we played gym golf, didn't we? Yeah. What? So um, you had like a variety of exercises, um, kind of CrossFit style, but but we don't like CrossFit. That's another story. <laughs> That's a controversial story. Anyway, um, so we got a load of exercises and you had to do so many reps on each exercise um, in as little sets as possible. So, for example, I think you had 30 burpees um, and you did them in, what was it, two sets of 15? So you'd Yeah, do, we, I yeah, did it in 15, 15, yeah. Yeah, and then you just work your way through the workout. But you get to choose what which exercise you do and you can... You can sort of put exercises together um, as long as you get it all done in the end. What are did. the um, what are the differences in say like running compa- or compared to like what 
what that workout was was literally lifting my body weight, like from going from the ground upwards, using my legs to lift my body weight. I find that the hardest workout possible. I shouldn't even tell you this because you're going to give me more of these fucking workouts. <laughs> but um, what? Why is that? Why do I find that so hard? Um, because you're quite big upper body, um, and you you you're quite muscly as well. Thanks, mate. I work out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, obviously, men carry weight around the stomach a lot, um, and the weight that you have got is predominantly around my midsection. Yeah, so your legs have got a sort of keep up with that um and that's that's probably the reason why you find burpees and squat whereas if you were carrying all the weight at the bottom um it wouldn't be so bad because you'd be you'd be squatting like less weight but because humans in general carry weight around the midriff then your legs have got to do a lot more work when you're carrying a bit of extra fat is it like because i'm on uh i've been doing a lot of research on testosterone um, because like I, I'm, I make no secret of it. I'm on one medicated testosterone. I've been on it for about a year and a bit now. And um, is it like men? Nate, like what, what do you think is? Are, are men like more likely to carry? What's the what's the correlation between weight around your midsection and testosterone? Um, I think I think really just genetically, men and women carry weight in different places. So I know. Yeah. For me and quite a lot of other men out there, it's around the lower back um, and a sort of that that spare tire they call it. So just that mm-hmm. ring around your midsection there. That's where men carry quite a lot of fat. Uh, for women, they'll carry it more uh, in the glutes, okay, in the legs, and then it even goes up to their upper arms as well. So I think mainly it's it can be down to genetics as well. But yeah. um, in terms of how hormones affect it, I think this is this is more a question for Tom. Yeah, um, yeah, like you said, different people carry it in different places genetically, but overall, I think it goes back to the caveman times when um, you need insulating and you need your vital organs insulating, so hence the reason you don't carry much fat on your arms, you carry it more around your stomach, um, and your reproductive organs as well, so women all tend to carry it around there a lot more. That's really, and, and like Connor, and what you do, man, like say like with your blogging and stuff, does, yeah. does stuff like this come up often? Like, does health and fitness come up? I know along social media, it's 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 a massive thing now. It's like we were talking about last week. It's it's almost like for kids, it's in fashion to be ripped. It's yes. in fashion to look like you're like you're aesthetically perfect. Does yeah. it come off and come up in your blogs a lot? Do you talk about it a lot? Um, my supporters kind of love me for who I am. They don't want me to change, but for personal reasons, like I want to look good. So I go to the gym, literally the opposite to what you do. I'm trying to put on weight. Um, and increase my fitness as well. But I don't have a personal trainer. I just go into the gym and lift weights. Like I don't really have a plan. So I'm not too sure how... What, what would you suggest doing in the gym? So so what, what Connor's really trying to say in sort of like a fitness sense is, yeah, he's the complete opposite to, to you, Varsky. He's, he's trying to gain weight. It's hard. Um, he is a hard gainer. And I wouldn't say it's made even harder by the fact that he's vegetarian, but it's something that he does have to bear in mind um, when he is looking for those extra calories, because it can be a little, little bit trickier to come by. Um, so, whereas for for you, Vasquez, obviously cardio is going to be a bigger part of it than it is for Connor. Whereas he's going to have to start looking at lifting a little bit more, getting more calories in, um, and literally, it's just a complete opposite of what of what you're doing. But so. if, if I want my like say abs to come through or chest mm. to pop, he's 
a little bit of cardio, high intensity. Yeah, cardio. yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's going to be important for everyone, and especially when you are trying to drop body fat as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, that brings me on to picking your battles. So, what, what, what do you want to do first? You want to, do you want to gain, do you want to gain weight first? Or you want to drop your body fat first? Well, what's the best thing? I mean, I mean, for you because you are a hard gainer, it is going to be putting the weight on first, okay. then dropping the body fat percentage. But that's that's sort of like a com- a completely different conversation, but. Um, so it's like a major bulk and then a cut kind of thing. Uh, ooh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put it in terms of bulking and cutting. I think that's quite old-fashioned now. Okay. I think it's just having a training program that's well-rounded, okay, and suited to your goal of gaining weight, but not gaining too much body fat percentage. Because especially when you are trying to gain weight, body fat naturally just it, it just will happen, and it's something that um, that you will have to deal with down the line. Because um, I was going to say that, like when Connor's position, um, it's always I've always been fascinated with. But like, if you do want to, you want to grow at a rate where like your muscles are visible, your muscles are like you can tell that they're dense, but then you don't want to be bloated. Yeah, exactly. How do yeah, you get it, there? It's it's tough. It is, but again, it's it's having a it's having a good program in place. Okay, being consistent with your training and nutrition as well um so it's it's all just trying to be as well-rounded and prepared as possible so would it be worth me maybe looking into getting a bit of personal training or um do you think i could do it by myself just... you you could do it by yourself obviously personal training is it's fantastic i mean i mean Varsky, tell just just tell connor a little bit about how personal training's affected your training and, and your motivation things like that because i think it's a lot better coming from um yeah. a, a client than a trainer yeah well for me uh, I've okay. Let's 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 put it into perspective. So I've I've been going to the gym since I was fifteen, and um, initially I went and all I did was run on the cross trainer, and I I found myself losing loads of loads of weight. And then as I get older, and as my workload took over, and I was traveling a lot, um, and obviously I was you know you start neglecting it. And I went through that period of where I completely neglected my health with food, drink, and other things which we shall not talk about. But um, <laughs> It was. It got to a point where I, 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 one day I just woke up and I looked at myself. I thought, shit, I, I've actually got to a place where I, I look at myself in the mirror and I, it's horrible. So then I started taking. My first thing what I did was I, I followed something called Jim Stepani six, uh, twelve weeks to shred, which was basically on bodybuilding.com. The guy gave. Uh, I mean, the guy's. He's a bit. Of, he's a genius, man. The guy's a legend, and he gave you a, a program. So you download the program and he gives you a diet. And see, what I did, I went straight into that. And i got to be honest, I did that. I, I was probably more committed to that than any training I've ever done in my life. Um, and Because there was a goal. There was an end goal. And I worked so hard for that nine weeks. I dieted. I mean, I'm addicted to Diet Coke, man. I gave that up. And, uh, you know, the, my food portions were all, like, measured to precision. And my training every day. And I was battered because I was training so hard. And once that nine weeks was over, I had no goal. So then I put it all on again because I was just like, oh, what else is there to what else is there to aim for? And so then, you know, the, the time went on again. And then um, I, as it five weeks ago, I literally thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to I've known these guys for so long that they know their shit. And I'm going to give Tom a call and I'm going to uh, and, and ask for his help. And. I tell you what it's done for me as someone who finds it very hard to motivate himself in the gym. Someone who actually finds it, I can find any excuse not to go to the gym, man. And what it does. So 
if I know that I'm going to struggle to get to the gym on, say, on a Monday, I'm going to text Tom on a Saturday and say, Tom, are you free Monday? Yeah, 9 o'clock. So first things first, I know I have to be at the gym at 9 o'clock because this yeah. guy's got a business to run. I don't want to <laughs> fuck him about. And, you know, there's my impetus to get into the gym. So first things first, he gets me into the gym. And that's partly me as well because I know what I'm, I know that I'm going to be lazy on Monday. I'm forcing myself to go in. And with the hour that I'm training with him, like, Connor, I kid you not, mate, I've never worked so hard in the gym in that hour that I'm with him that I've, I've never worked harder on my own, ever. He pushes me to limits where after 15 minutes on my own, I would stop. And it just keeps on going. It keeps on going. And because you've got someone there training with you and pushing you and pushing you and pushing you, you keep going. And then before you know it, 55 minutes is up. And then it's, and it's cool down time. And then you're like, oh, man, it's all done. And it's just something that I would recommend everybody does. It Obviously whether you can afford it or not, obviously that's a different question. Um, it's for me personally though, the money that I spend on personal training and the money that I invest on, it's an investment on myself. It's an investment on my health. And I can't think of a better investment to make than my health because health is everything at the end of the day. I think you hit nail on the head. Um, I think, I think with personal training, there's, there's like you said, there's two sides of it. There's one seeking professional guidance and advice, um, and picking the right personal trainer. Does he, does he or she know what you want to achieve? Do they do they know the stuff? Um, and like you said, the other half of it is just purely motivational. Like me, myself, and Nathan, I'm sure you're the same. You you wouldn't push as hard as you do. Like when we train with each other, we push each other. Yeah. If if I had it my way, I would have my own personal trainer just for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you agree. Yeah. 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 And I think I think from Connor's point of view as well, he is in a difficult position because. It's a position that I've never found myself in, but I know so many people who are have been trying to kind of battle with that. It's the same, do you know, it's really weird because it's the same kind of battle when you're trying to lose weight um, because, we, like, for example, people like me, we are big because we like to eat and our body is prone to, to be that way. It's the same way if you are slim and you want to grow muscle. Your body doesn't want to change. You've got to force that change for your body. And in in many ways, where Connor's position is, if you want to kind of, you know, get to a point when you're growing muscle, you almost, it, it is a bit harder because you've got to eat a certain amount of food. And that's not that's not nice, man, when you've got to overeat and stuff like that. That ain't cool. Yeah, it's, it's a grind. It's a grind. But it's, it's like with anyone with any goal. Um, it, it's not going to come uh, with a in a box with a ribbon on it. You've got to work for it. So um, it, yeah, it's just same with any goal: work, relationships, gym, exercise, music as well. I'm sure that you'll understand uh, if you have, if you've got a goal, then you've got to work for it. Of course, yeah, man, ain't that the truth? But um, yes, yeah, so I'll tell you what I'm doing right now, guys. On a different note, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm social media stalking Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing I, it now, Connor. I want um. Like your social media game is on point, and um, this is the first time we're actually chatting, and it's pretty cool. Um, I'll just tell how did how did you how did this all begin for you? Where did it all start for you, bro? Uh, well, I've been singing since well, apparently my mum told me since I was two years old. Not that I remember, um, but when I went to high school, I posted a video online of me singing a cover of James Morrison, and it literally went around the whole school. Everyone was so encouraging; they all loved it. Um, and from that day on, I've just kept posting videos and I've not really taken it seriously until probably last year. And um, I've had a couple of viral videos since then. And it's literally just taken off since then. As soon as you build a small fan base, if you just keep uploading and keep being dedicated to what you want to do, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I'm sure it's pretty much the same as you. 
like you, you put your music out there, if you share it around, they'll share it with their friends, their friends will share it with their friends, and it just keeps spreading and spreading. Yeah, that, that is the beauty of so, social media, so to say. Mm. Um, and I think it is, it's really fascinating as well, because you're, you're in almost, so like you're in, you're, how old are you? I'm 21. Yeah, okay, so you're 10 years younger than me, uh, and you're approaching the game from, uh, I'd say, the youngest point of view. So when I was 21, there was none of this. No, um, of course. When I was 21, it was, God, it was it was still a physical graft more than a, a digital graft. And uh, and it's actually quite interesting because I'm talking to a lot of people now. We, we're always talking to people. when I'm Whenever I'm in the MTV studios or we're talking to people um, uh, regarding social media and stats and everything, how yeah. social media has changed the game. And oh, it's like, you know, let's, I think it's a really good example. Like for you, I'm just looking at your social media right now, how it's literally what it's done for you and how, how it's got you out there that in no other ways that it could. I think it's just fascinating. Really, really cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like more, there's a lot of kids used to watch TV. Now they're all on the internet. No one, who watches TV nowadays? Everyone's on the internet. Everyone's Instagramming, tweeting, watching YouTube videos. It's just a place to be at the minute. Even for fitness, like Tom and Nathan, yeah. they've got their pages. Yeah, they can yeah. grow that. So many people are interested in it. Yeah, I mean, just talk to them a little bit as well about the, just stuff you've been getting up to in the past. Like the past couple of weeks um, is has been a bit mad for you, isn't it? Like, so the things you've been doing. So oh, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah, been so traveling. Yeah, uh, tell them about I've it. I've been invited to things like VidCon, so I got to perform on stage for the first time, which was pretty awesome because I've never done anything like that before. So it just shows where you start and where you can end. But if there's one thing Nathan's ever taught me, it's have little goals along the way to your big goal. Mm -hmm. So VidCon for me is like a little goal, a starting point. Uh -huh. So I've reached it. Now you've got to move on to your next goal. What am I going to do next? So don't leave it there. What am I going to do so, next? So for, for the people that don't know, what is VidCon? Oh, what? VidCon. It's like a big convention for loads of social influencers to get together. Um, so like YouTubers go there. People on Musical.ly go there. They have meet and greets with their fans. There's loads of performances. So it's just a big gathering for social influencers. All their fans can meet them. It's just it's like a like uh, what's body power? Body power. It's like yeah, body yeah, power, yeah. but it's for social influencers instead. Love that comparison. Yeah. Isn't Which that sweet? He's drawn that in well, isn't he? He's brought that in well in ties with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to Body Power with Nathan. Was it last year? Uh, oh, no, it was the year before. It was the year before. I must yeah, have been yeah. the smallest guy there. <laughs> I must have been. I got, okay, so what, a question that, um, another question I want to run by you guys. Um, does, does a tan make you look slimmer? <laughs> yes. Um, it finds your muscles. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It what it does, I mean, why bodybuilders get tanned is because obviously they're under bright lights and lights can flush you out. So it'll actually rob you of some of your definition. So that's why you uh -huh. see bodybuilders doing it. But I guess it, I guess it can if you if you get it contoured and, and things like that as well. Um, it's it's yeah. the definition, isn't it? It's yeah. yeah. I find when I've got a tan, it takes about three three to five percent body fat off me instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always trying to chase that tan because I'm just trying to get all the body fat off me all the time. <laughs> what, what I find is that tan's kind of like it's um, because I, I used to suffer with acne as a kid, um, and I'm a very fair. I'm a, even though I'm Indian, if you if you remove the whole tan away from me, I'm really fair. And then obviously you can see the acne on my face. What a tan does, it just smoothens the whole skin out. So yeah. it's almost like a makeup effect in in a weird way. But from like yeah. um you know from from a a body appearance kind of way, I will never I'll, I'll never leave without having a tan. It sounds really silly, but you know I'm in the show business industry. It's it's it's, it's what I do, and it's I kind of like I would always have that tan. 
just to help with my self confidence kind of kind of look, you know. Cool. Yeah. Life's better with a tan. Life is always better with a tan. And speaking just of jumping. a tan, I got the killer tan ever um, in Qatar um, last week. Was it fourth? Fourth of May. When was that? What day is it? So like a week ago, basically. Yeah. Um, it was forty degrees, and we were lucky to have about two and a half days out there. We only did what an hour set, <laughs> so uh, we were out there for two and a half days, and the heat was amazing. Forty degrees heat. And you got a lovely breeze and you, you collect the best tan. And it's also really interesting because you get different tans from different parts of the world. So I was playing in Kenya uh, three, four weeks ago. And oh. the tan that you get from Kenya, boys and girls, if you're listening, if you want the best tan ever, just go to the, just go to the coast of Kenya and stand in the sun for about an hour because you will look <laughs> golden. Um, and it's really interesting because when I go to India, I come back more brown. When I go to Kenya, I come back more golden. And... When I go to the Arab Emirates, it's like a mixture of the two. Mm. But hey, I'm boring everyone with my tan talk. <laughs> well, just I'm just looking at your Facebook now, and it's something that I did see uh, the other day. Um, but you're going to Ibiza soon, aren't you? I am, mate. Yeah, really big show. Really, really I'm big BCM. show. Uh, yeah, so I've got a residency at BCM this year, every Thursday uh, with Rewire. And I'm playing at Ashwire on the 2nd of July with the Chainsmokers. Wow. Which is, um, I reckon it could potentially be the biggest show of my year uh, in terms of just credibility, kind of, kind of uh, from, from a credibility sense. And what's special about it um, is if, you know, if you're into dance music, if you're out in Ibiza, it's the only show Chainsmokers are actually doing in Ibiza. They're not doing another show other than that show. So what is going to be pretty cool is that it's it's got a bit of a it's like a, a rarity to it it's, it's got a very special ethos to it as well i'm really really looking forward to it and it's not the only show in ibiza that i'm doing but i can't talk about the other one so this is the only one i can really talk oh. about <laughs> but you're, gonna sort, you're gonna sort us all tickets for that and uh I, i've said to everyone i've said to everyone that, that i know right there's people that are messaging me all the time and uh, I don't know if there's enough space in this wire VIP to fit the amount of people. I got a whole army of people texting me saying, oh, can we come, can we come? For the first time ever, I've been doing this. I've been traveling the world performing for years. And for the first time ever, my brother messaged me saying, oh, can I come to your show in Ibiza? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I've been doing this for four or five years and you're messaging me now. Um, I bet in a way that's, that's, that's quite satisfying though. Yeah, it's really cool. And um, I've never had my brother... Um, there when I've been performing. Neither my mum and dad. My mum and dad are like really traditional Indian, like, you know, very, very Western, but like, you know, traditional in their values. And, uh, you know, I spoke about it on the like podcast episode one and two. Uh, when I speak to my dad, I'm just like, yeah, dad, I'm, for example, like last year, I walked the red carpet at the EMAs and it was a really, really big occasion. And I go, it's like, dad, dad, I'm walking the red carpet at the EMAs. And he looks at me, he's like, so? What, what is the big deal? <laughs> and then I'm like, no, no, dad, it's like, you know, only, it's really like it's a very very big deal for me i've been asked to walk the red carpet at the european music awards in rotterdam and he was like anybody can walk the red carpet <laughs> and i think my dad actually thought that i was just walking on the red carpet in holland <laughs> any red carpet bless him and um, when i talked to him when i asked people ask him oh so what is what does your son do and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> but yeah, big up, big up my dad, big up my mum, best ever. But yeah, this um, the Ibiza show. Um, it's I, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I posted it, and 
to me, it was just another poster because I've got loads going out right now because my summer's gearing up and we're, we're allowed to announce more. So there's loads of posters coming out, like with BCM. Um, we're also doing uh, MTV bass gigs uh, in, um, I think it's... Uh, Oh, somewhere in Ibiza every Wednesday. So I mean, Ibiza every Wednesday. It's an MTV-based gig, and um, they, they'll all come out slowly. But this one poster, for some reason, people have just gone nuts over. And I, it's it must you know, it's it's a really good feeling when people would just like, oh, this is amazing, this is amazing. But in my little bubble, with my head down, working as I am, I don't really see you. You you can You sometimes you miss these little things, and it's yeah. just uh, it's it's nice. But you guys got to come, man. You guys got to come out to Ibiza and see it. Yeah, 100%. Are you guys yeah. planning a holiday? Like, are you guys going anywhere? Connor, are you performing I, anywhere abroad this year? I am now. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> but, like, um, Connor, are you performing anywhere this year abroad? Uh, no, not this year. Got is, that a goal, is that a goal of yours? Is that is that a long-term thing for you? Performances, definitely, yeah. Now I've got the first one out of the way. I didn't want to come off stage. I just didn't. So that's now I've got a taste for it. That's what I want. It's a, it's a buzz that you can never replicate, it's, isn't it? Exactly. The address is amazing. It's an amazing experience. And so what is what is your goal? Is your goal to establish yourself uh, as, a, as a singer um, or is it is it to go into different avenues as well? Uh, it's yeah, just grow my online uh, presence at the minute. So I'm hoping to grow it quite fast this year. So before the end of next year, I hope to be doing a lot more performances, going to more gigs and stuff. I'm trying to build my confidence on stage, although I loved it. I did get a bit nervous before, so I want to be able to step out there and be really confident and show what I can really do. So I kind of want to just work on myself for now. Um, so hopefully next year I'll be the best I can be. Yeah, good man, good man. I've got to, um, now I've got you on the podcast and everyone's listening. I've got to send you some of my tracks. You can see what you think. Of course. Actually, Nathan has played me. Which I one have, was it? Um, I played him questions, yeah, obviously. Yeah. obviously. Pre-drinks. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a pre-drink uh, classic. It's um, I made that with the intention of uh, so I obviously all I've been doing is making like hard electro house club music for for yeah. the past four years, and this new project that I'm working on now, the new one is actually ready, but I'm gonna hold back on it until uh, I've heard back from labels. In fact, I'll even send it your way, um, so you guys can hear it. But uh, I'll get with you, yeah, <laughs> I'll get you, I'll get you on there. And um, with the new project that I'm working on now, it's it's my solo material, and I wanted to make it more. Like, you can play in clubs, but I want people to enjoy it in their headphones. I want people to enjoy it pre-drinking. I want people to enjoy it in their bedrooms. Do you know what I mean? I want it to be more accessible rather than, oh, I just want to listen to this in the club. I want, I want the music to be accessible to everyone at any time. Yeah. And that's, that's the solo project that I'm... That I've, I've embarked on it, like, you know, six, seven months ago with questions, and, you know, I'm carrying it on. And the new one, I, I, I can give this much away. The new one, I've got a, a rapper from Jamaica on it. Oh. And he is fucking ridiculous like when i this guy when he spits on my track he, he spits at the speed which, which he talks is just ridiculous uh, <laughs> and he's got a great voice um big up big up major major j um you're in jamaica i'll probably not listen to this but whatever um and uh yeah so i'm really looking forward to like uh getting this track out there i probably I, I will probably release the track in time with one of my big festival gigs um because that way I can guarantee more listens. So, you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, you know. So, Nathan, your, uh, your PT sessions is... Oh, okay. I'm going to come to this now. Nathan, Tom, you know at the gym, right? Yeah. Have you noticed... I don't know whether just because I've been doing PT. Have you noticed that there's been a lot more people doing PT sessions? 
Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. like, it's just, I, I don't know whether it was in correlation of me starting it. Maybe this trend had started before. But I've just started noticing everyone's doing PT sessions now. Yeah, well, there's, a few, it, there's a couple more guys picked up later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clients-wise, summer's around the corner. Um, it's knocking on everyone's door. Everyone needs to get ready for... I, I think pretty much everyone's got a holiday coming up other than me. Um, <laughs> but not. yeah, it's, it's coming around for everyone. Everyone wants to look good for summer. So, um, so in terms of how busy we are, we have got a lot more busy. Is that normal per year? Does it normally pick up this time of year? I think. Or has I think it in terms up, of has it picked up considerably more this year? Yeah, I, I personally think it has for my business. Yeah, it's yeah, like, um, similar for me as well. Yeah, I, I take I take full credit for that, Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, to be I guess fair, I've had a lot of people come to me and be like, "Listen, after that, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to Tom. I'm gonna speak to Tom. I'm gonna speak to Tom." So I'm like, "Yes, go on, helping the family." <laughs> Well, well, my shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know what I think is um, what I what I think could be doing it is that when we were at the gym and when we're doing workouts, Tom is making me do workouts that I would never have done because my mind in the gym just isn't that creative. I don't know that you can do certain things with a rope. I don't know you can do certain things with little barriers. Um, and the gym yeah. probably has them available, but you just you just don't even think about it because all you see is a treadmill and some weights. And you go in like a robot and no, 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 running on that treadmill and like you're achieving nothing. Um, what I'm doing with Tom, and you notice people just like even like on on um, on yesterday, a lad just started watching. A lad was just watching yeah. me train with Tom, and I think that's opening people up. Like, oh shit, this is actually available to me. Yeah. Um, and in a gym the size of ours, it's not the biggest gym. It's quite a cute gym. I really like the gym because of its community feel, and it's it offers a lot more. Whereas people looking thinking, oh. I, I wouldn't mind a piece of that. And then they do it, and then Tom cripples them, and they're like, nah, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually quite addictive. Like, when they when when somebody trains me for the first time, usually that's when they're hooked. Whereas if they've not trained with me, they don't really know what it's about. They can only see. They can only see in. Yeah. But yeah. As, soon, as soon as you get started, you realise it's not as scary as you first thought. No, it it's, is not. it's not. And it's actually can... a lot of fun, even though I talk about it being shit in a good way when you're doing it there's it like it's really true the endorphins that get released um mm. it's you know from a performance point of view there is no bigger uh like connor can probably relate to this there's no bigger there's no bigger endorphin release than being on stage uh just because we are performers it's what we do it's 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 our passion but then when you train and you actually i get a real big rush when i'm pushing my body and I realised, hold on, I'm actually achieving things. Like when I look in the mirror, even on days where, on, on weeks where, it's, say, like I'm, I'm away DJing somewhere else in the world, and I can only get in the gym with Tom once a week, um, it, it's enough because I'm still, because I'm working that hard on that one day. I'm then going to the rest of the week thinking, actually, I'm not going to have that ice cream. Actually, I'm not going to have that beer. Or I'm, if I'm going to have a beer, I'll choose a light beer. Or if I'm going to. I'm not going to have a full fat drink. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a bit more conscious about it. And with my, my biggest problem has always been overeating and overindulging because, you know, I'm like most people in this world and it's, it makes you happy, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a similar feeling for us trainers as well. When we see someone work as hard as yourself, as hard as some of my clients, then we get a buzz from it. It's like, okay, they, they are pushing themselves 
yeah. one for themselves and two so that they're putting in the effort for us as well they're making our time worth it and it's it's it's, it's, it's teamwork it really is it's not just you know doing what your trainer says and just going through it, it is it's a really big team effort yeah it, it's it's a business for us but money aside business aside we do it because we enjoy it and we love it yeah. and and when our clients achieve something or they yeah they they achieve their goals um or they come in and they put a big session in it makes it almost it's not even a job is it really for us no it's, no. it's just enjoyable on on the flip side when you do find out a client's, I don't know, they've they've cheated on their nutrition or um, I've even had clients lie saying, oh, I've been following my nutrition plan. Then when you find out that they don't, on the flip side, it is, it's heartbreaking when they don't achieve what they want to achieve. But on 99% of the time, it's all positive. Yeah, and everyone wins. Yeah, nice. Do we do question time? Let's do it. All right, let's, like, I, I've got a question. Um and then we can just roll off questions. Because I'm sure Connor's probably got a couple of questions as well. Just about. Of um, all right. So, eating before bed. Now, in, yeah. in what I do for a living, um, uh, and I, could, I speak for myself, is obviously I finish, let's just say, on a normal day when I'm on tour in the summer, I will finish a DJ set at uh, half four, four o'clock. Uh, I've been at the club for about five, six hours. I've exerted myself physically um i don't really tend to drink a lot of alcohol anymore i'm always on the waters if i want to get a bit weary i'll drink full fat coke um <laughs> and i'm hungry half four i'm starving there's only shit available let's just say bcm bcm you walk out of that club whoever's been to magaluf knows what the strip's got to offer there's fast food fast food fast food and an arcade place and um what do you do in that situation <laughs> Uh, well, you make the best of a bad situation. You you try and choose the best foods that are available. Um, but at the end of the day, if you if you're following a nutrition plan, um, you've got to get your number one your number one priority is the calories that you're eating over everything. How many calories are you eating in that day compared to how many you're burning? So you're out there DJing. How many calories would you say you burn? Probably. So I've actually I've got a I've got a I've got the Fit bracelet which works out my calories. Um, now, on a good show, uh, it's gone up to about 450 calories. On, uh, say, like a normal club show, it stayed at about 30 <laughs> because I'm just standing <laughs> DJing. But on a good stage show, when I'm going all out and I'm, you know, it's at a festival or whatever, it's in the region of about 300 to 450 calories. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so your, your daily calorie intake then... Um, would change accordingly to how many additional calories that you've burnt. So on an average day, let's say you eat 2,500 because I've told you to eat 2,500. That's how much you need need to lose fat, for example. Um, If you're then burning an extra 500 and staying awake for another few hours, let's say another five hours, then you're probably going to want to just eat those extra 500. So it doesn't matter Uh, that it's before bed? Meal timing, when it comes to um, consuming food the first priority is the, the calories that you eat how many calories do you eat once you've got that in check it's the macros so what it's broken down into fat protein and carbohydrates then you look at the vitamins and minerals that you're eating and then only then when you've got all of those in check um, it comes down to what time that you eat um, so if you look at it that way it's it's not it's not massive Although when it comes to eating protein, I would try and eat protein throughout the day 
Um, is there a best time to eat, like breakfast, lunch, dinner? Is there uh, a best time? Um, for just a little bit of my input about that, there's there's a big myth. Well, the, the myth changes all the time, but it's you shouldn't eat past six o'clock. You shouldn't eat past yeah, eight o'clock. You, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. But if if you are Varsky and you've been jumping around like an absolute lunatic on stage, mm. you, you've got to replace what you've just lost, in my opinion, regardless of what time. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's, there's studies saying different, but in terms of being realistic, um, like Tom said, just make the best of a bad situation. You, you've got to get... You've got to replace what you've just um, burnt off. Your main priority would be protein. Protein's your number one. I know it sound I sound a bit like a like off a of bro science or whatever it is, protein head. But your number one macro is protein, um, and that's going to help you retain muscle and actually um, initiate burning fat as well. So if you can't, if you, if you have to eat anything, try and get as much protein as you can. Just just go for the grilled chicken. Yeah, <laughs> go for the grilled chicken and not, and not the Maryland chicken wings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I used to do when, um, when I used to DJ in Leicester back in the day <laughs> and funnily enough this is when I was at my slimmest ever I'd finish the DJ set and I'd go straight to Maryland every Saturday night there was a club called Chili White I used to DJ at and I used to roll to Maryland and and get like eight wings burger and chips um, I was like I was Connor's age I was 21 and my body would just deal with it now, if I have that, I'm dealing with it for about a week. <laughs> I can feel it for about a week. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Do we actually know what's in Maryland yet? No. Um, just a lot of a lot of heaven, heaven, heaven in a wing. <laughs> there was a there was a story about pigeon, but probably, mate. Look. I mean, they're selling it so cheap, but it yeah. tastes so good. It does. Like anyone who lives in Leicester or the surrounding regions knows about Maryland chicken knows that it's probably full of shit and there's about 99% that knows it tastes amazing yeah it does, it does but keep away yes yeah stay well away <clears throat> yeah people... <laughs> don't listen to me I'm not the trainer here guys <laughs> any more questions can I ask a quick question about protein like the powder go on so like normally it's got some sort of animal matter in it hasn't it like for protein okay like, so I'm a vegetarian, mm-hmm. so I have to buy a vegetarian version of that. Okay. Does does that matter? What do they replace it? Is that still going to give me the same benefits? I mean, a lot of the things. I mean, Tom will have his input on this as well because I'm sure this is part of his uh, further education. But um, they will just replace it with an alternative. So if it's beef protein, they'll do it for soy protein or just just small changes that keep it vegetarian. But it's still um, going to be beneficial. Yeah, of course it will. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, Tom, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, also, so whey protein is obviously whey. It comes from milk. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Can you vegetarian has comes in different forms. Are you all right with drinking milk? Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I drink milk. I literally just don't eat meat. That's it. All oh, right. Okay. So, so one of one of the only um, tested products that's out there is the Kinetica, which, by coincidence, we actually sell at the club. Um, but it's batch tested for drugs um, and it's vegetarian suitable. So, and it's the best source of protein you're going to get, period. I like that. So it's fish. Fish is good for protein, isn't it? Because I eat fish. Oh, yeah. I just don't eat meat. But like, is fish meat? Is uh, fish meat? It, well, I mean, you, you're a pescatarian, aren't you? Yes, yeah, so I eat you, fish. You eat fish, so it's all good. So is that enough 
to replace the meat or I would say I mean I'm addicted Tom will know this because we always joke about it but at the minute my main source of protein is tuna, tuna. yeah <laughs> tuna yeah he already beat me to it tuna but, wraps tuna wraps Connor already knows but um for me anyway I feel as if it's one of the cleanest leanest most beneficial sources of protein out there it okay. really is okay. to get your amigas yeah, and That's the oils, it. yeah. Yeah, all the oils, healthy yeah. fats. I mean, it's it's all there, really. Plus, it tastes amazing. Mm. Also, like, are vitamins good to take if you're going to the gym? Like, multivitamins, oil tablets, or shall I just eat fish? Because, obviously, I'm, I don't eat meat, so I'm not getting some of the stuff I, you're getting from meat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in your situation, I would sort of start veering towards um, supplements. I wouldn't say multivitamins necessarily but if you know that you're lacking i don't know so quite a common thing for vegetarians is that they lack iron so maybe iron yeah so things things like iron um but with that i would get as much as you can from your food that's okay. always number one advice okay yeah i agree nice is it true with multivitamins that if you're eating the right food you don't actually need to take multivitamins yeah yeah, pretty basically, much. Basically, yeah. If you can get your vitamins through your diet, like Nathan just said, then you get your vitamins through your diet. Um, supplements are, it sounds stupid, but supplements are there to supplement your food, not to replace. That's a common that's a, that's a common trap that people fall in. They think, oh, I'm going to the gym, maybe I should buy protein shakes and spend uh, a stupid amount, which they are nowadays, um, on protein shakes, when really you should just be getting it in your food. In your diet, yeah. 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 So, so going back to what I was talking about a minute ago, like or in order of what what you should prioritize with your food, um, like I said, calories first, macro second. Only when only when these are in check do you then look at micronutrition, so your vitamins, um, anything that you'll need to add to that. Then is your meal timing, and then once you've got all that in check, that's when you can start to look at supplements, which you probably won't need if you've got all of those in place. Okay. So, yeah. um, talking about supplements, um, I take, uh, before bed, I take ZMA, um, because I found that when I actually do take it, um, I have a better sleep and I don't ache as much the next morning. What, what is your knowledge about ZM- ZMA? You can um, buy it, you can buy it from any health shop. It's, um, yeah. I mean, for me, um, I also take it and, and it, with you, I find as if I have the best night's sleep when I do take it um it is it is pretty much available everywhere um so i i always advise if people say to me oh, i'm having trouble sleeping first thing you always say is um are you are you on your phone before bed things like that because of blue light etc and distractions um and then i always after that if everything's in check then i, I do recommend zma but um i think tom's got a, a point of view on this as well yeah yeah so like we said um if everything's in check then you won't need supplements but if you do find yourself needing um zinc magnesium or vitamin uh, i think it's vitamin b6 i think it is um i mean i've i've looked into magnesium a lot and it's good uh, for general health um so it depends whether you need it for your health or for performance it's not it's not brilliant for performance it doesn't really do much but there's a, there is a a load of benefits you can get from magnesium in specific yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I take magnesium before bed as well, just pure magne- uh, magnesium tablets. Um, because if I, because I'm I'm quite an active guy, um, and some days, quite literally, I'll be laying in bed, just dying to do something. Yeah. Um, and then 
it just feels like my body's just ready to go and I've really struggled to get sleep. Um, so, and it actually brings on something called restless leg syndrome, which Tom didn't believe existed <laughs> until he stumbled across it in one of his journals, but it, it's, it's true. It exists. And for me, magnesium has solved that. Restless leg syndrome. Is that when you get like aches, <laughs> like, like constant aches? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you see, it's I like, get that. I used to get that. It is literally like you are restless. You can't go sleep. You just want to get up and you just want to, I don't know, just do a thousand burpees or something. And well, that's in my case, but for some people it's, they get like a crawling sensation on their skin and in their muscles. And it's really uncomfortable and it is impossible to go sleep. And, uh, it, it frustrates you quite a lot because you can't go sleep. And then that keeps you awake more. It's a vicious cycle, but magnesium solved that for me. So I'm all good. Sweet. Tom, how are you for time, mate? I know you, uh, I can, go, I can go another five, ten minutes before. Yeah, yeah that's all we need. We're, we're, we're at the 50-minute mark. We're good, we're good. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? We... Yeah, what's your, like, day-to-day diet? Does Tom have a diet plan for you, or do you kind Not of really, yourself? but I have, um, I, I have uh, because I've done I've done the Jim Stepani and I've researched a lot into foods, um, yeah. I, I set myself a, a stringent diet, but kind of, don't get me wrong, mate, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I always... Uh, oh, no. My my vice is food. Let's just, let's just let's just put that out there right now. My vice in life is food. Um, yeah. So every morning I will always eat eggs, whether that's fried eggs, boiled eggs, um, Indian style eggs, or whatever. I'll always I'll always start with eggs, and my. But then with I say that one of my biggest problems is when I'm in a good routine, I miss breakfast out and I go f- and I kind of well it's, I don't miss it out is say for example like when I got back from Qatar I got back at seven in the morning and I woke yeah. up at one in, in the afternoon so I'm in a predicament do I start from breakfast or do I am I am I now at lunch what, what am I doing so yeah. I always try and kind of find a happy medium and in that situation I go straight for lunch now the the everyone's going to tell me this is wrong but when you're in the situation you're going to do it over and over again is that when, for example, when I came back from Qatar at seven in the morning, I woke up at half one, I was feeling really groggy. I'd been traveling for about 17 hours. And yeah. you, you, the last thing on your mind is you, is eating good. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Well, you kind of yeah. want that. You want your serotonin boost. You want a decent little rust. You want to, you want to feel good. So I always kind of, I always kind of eat a little bit naughty. I go, for, I go for like, uh, what's my go-to for, for that kind of time? I, it's probably stuff like you know, like bird's eye fish, breaded fish in the freezer, and waffles and stuff. That's like yeah. my, like naughty food. And so, like on taking that out of the equation for lunch, I'll always have. I'll always try unless I'm ill. Um, I'll always try to have my my chicken. Um, I, I I'm not a massive fan of veg, but um, I'm always trying to force that down down me. And um, I'll always try and to eat some sort of carbs. If I've trained, then I'll eat carbs. If I haven't, then I'll try and miss carbs out. But again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. And then for dinner, it's the same thing, bro. Um, I always try to have the proteins. I always try to eat the veg. And I always try and put the carbs in. But I'm not perfect, man. And if there's an ice cream in front of me, then that ice cream is getting <laughs> murdered, you know? Like, and and when, since, since moving into to my own flat, and since moving out of my mum and dad's, my mum and dad's is like a haven for sweets and chocolate. Um, yeah. And every, every time you're feeling down, I'm pretty sure everyone who's listening to this can relate. Whenever you're feeling down, you just go into your mum and dad's like wardrobe. <laughs> I'm not, not wardrobe. <laughs> not wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so wrong. You go into their kitchen cupboard. Don't go into their wardrobe, guys. That is not a good idea. You won't like what you'll see. <laughs> 
But um, you know, you just go into to the kitchen cupboard and there's there's yeah. a, a handful of treats. But when you live yeah. on yourself, you don't buy them treats because it, you go to Sainsbury's and, and it's kind of like, I'm not buying them sweets. I'm too cool for them sweets now. But then right. at the time, you really want sweets and there isn't any sweets, but then so you can't have it. So that's kind right. of sorted me out. But my diet is literally meats, veg and and uh, carbohydrates. Uh, that's so normally rice. A lot of rice? Um, yeah, the carbohydrate is normally rice. Yeah, because I, I, like, I love boiled rice. I, I could eat that for days. So does it matter what kind of rice you have? Like, is white rice, like, what? what's the difference? My, my general advice for carbs, whole grains, so you can get whole grain uh, rice. Okay. Um, if you're being really picky about it, but really any rice will do. So it wouldn't matter if I ate, ate white rice? It's, no, it's more of a case for bread. Um, that's where it's more of an issue, because white bread's got a little bit of sugar in it. So it's quite fattening? Uh, yeah. Okay. Stay away from that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd, I'd agree with that. But, but the problem that I, I went on uh, brown rice what was that? when I was doing. Uh... Hello? Yeah. Where is everyone? Am, am I here? Where's everyone there? Am I here? Um, Wait. Hello? 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 Is it? Is it? Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, no, that was that was weird. We just. You uh, carry, on, yeah. carry on, like nothing happened. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post edit this. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so I was um, I tried brown rice when I was doing the Jim Stepani, um, and it's all right. The problem with brown rice is it doesn't taste as good, and oh, it takes no. ages to cook. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. Ages, I, like forty-five minutes. Two <laughs> at the minute is these Uncle Ben's uh, two-minute microwave rice packs. Yes. Literally, yes. tear it at the top, bang it in the microwave. Two minutes, perfect. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice as well. Nice my, as cupboard, well. my cupboard has to have at least. And bare minimum eight at any given time. <laughs> that's not even a joke. That's that's a little bit of OCD, but any given time there's got to be eight packets in there. So there's no it added is... stuff in that. Like, not, I know it's in a packet. Not really. No. Not really. No. Any? Uh, do they have to be different flavours? Uh, oh yeah. So um, obviously my main go-to is golden vegetable rice, <laughs> um, and then I've got your your whole grain mushroom rice, um, mm. and then if I'm feeling a, a little bit um, a little bit spice there. I'll have the uh, whole grain egg fried rice. No, oh, you, you, you big spender, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm nice. <laughs> it's it's as well, so it's, it's affordable. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's nice. And you can get, like, if you go to Tesco, you can get, um, I mean, you probably won't find this as nice, but for 60p, you can get pretty much the same thing. It just doesn't have Uncle's ben face, Uncle Ben's face on the front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tesco's that, own brand, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I sort of draw the line there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Uncle Ben to me, sorry. Like the like the pizza situation. If it ain't Domino's, it ain't worth having. <laughs> yeah, if it ain't Domino's, bro. I ain't talking. I know. No, it's just that's where just just where I draw the line. That's it. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so we are approaching the hour mark, boys. Is there anything else want to get in before we close up? No, all good. All good. All good. Um, <laughs> yeah thank you so much for joining us guys Let, guys thank you so much for listening uh, it's actually been a really cool uh, a cool chat today this week um, I'd like to thank as always Nathan and Tom Nathan where can people find you online you can find me on my Instagram at Nathan Pridden okay and then Facebook at Body Fire Fitness and Tom yourself my Facebook is Tom Anger Fitness and my Instagram is Tom Anger Fitness give me a follow slide into my DMs ask me whatever you want go for it 
And a very special thank you to our, uh, our guest, uh, Connor. Uh, it's actually been really cool having you on, mate. It's been really nice. Thank you for having me. And where can, obviously, you've probably got the most followers out of all of us, but for everyone else, where can they find you? You can literally type my name into Google, Connor Darlington, and all my social medias will come up. Connor Darlington for that. Connor um, Darlington. And uh, I'll, be slipping, I'll be slipping the track into your DMs this week, bro. Awesome. I'd love to have a listen. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, are, we, are we streaming on your Musical.ly thing? Yeah, we're on my Musical.ly live now. Guys, Everyone's if, listening. if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. My name is Varsky. Uh, you can catch me uh, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Snapchat at Varsky. Facebook is slash I am Varsky. And this is Varsky's I Want to Be a DJ podcast, uh, a celebration and education and just a truthful account of everything from, from a DJ uh, and health and, health and fitness aspects of life. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can rate, review, subscribe, show your love. Um, and, you know, if you can't be asked to do any of that, just tell someone about this podcast. And we're just trying to make this grow. We are in the baby stages um, and we just want to kind of keep this growing. So it's a, like it's a force to be reckoned with in the iTunes, iTunes chart. And the best way you can do that is by leaving a review and subscribing. So thank you so much. This is Vasquez. I want to be a DJ podcast. I'm going to start rambling. Uh, Tom's got to go do a PT session. Nathan and Connor got to go do something else as well. And so have I. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you soon. It's been a pleasure.